On the 121st episode of Fantasy Lens, we jump back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe with three solid Phase 3 movies, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and Spider-Man Homecoming. Let's start the show! Welcome to Fantasy Lens. We are back on our Marvel bullshit. It's the uh, the last episode that we're doing in Anthony's uh, dining room because we got winning Powerball tickets right here. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, after this, we're probably gonna do it from. Uh, are, are we gonna do it after this <laughs> if we win? Yeah, why not? Nice. No, I mean, you still gotta do. You can't just leave me behind. Yeah. Well, we'll throw you a little bit. <laughs> You're, oh, a pod- yeah? You're a You're a podcast know. mate. I mean, I would start a podcast network. But that's just me. That no, absolutely. I would get a studio and everything. That'd yeah, awesome. and then just give me enough money for like car service to your um Fuck that helicopter podcast, service, bitch. To your podcast network, um, liar. No, you'd be part of the podcast network, Brian. No, I know, but I have to get there. Oh yeah, you get limo service, of course. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like we'd all live on the campus. Oh, there's a campus yeah. now. Oh, all right, I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, campus is cool. I like campus. <laughs> Fantasy Lens campus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I like that. So yeah, so this is episode five of seven of seven. Um, <laughs> we were supposed to do it last week, but we yeah we did free agency. Um, I mean, Saints just signed Jared Cook, or they're about to sign Jared. Oh, Cook. nice! I didn't even check Twitter's today. Yeah. The Twitter um, but we're back on to Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy two, and Spider Man Homecoming. Kind of the uh, the post like hardcore. You know, Captain America Civil War and Avengers, a little bit of a lull, building stuff back up. I wouldn't say lull. I mean, I guess this is what they, I guess with Doctor Strange, they were sort of like going out of their element a bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I think. Well, I'm saying, but like, it was like, se- like Guardians of the Galaxy, separate, like they're separate from Earth, right? I guess, now. you know what, true is. Spider-Man Homecoming. It's just Spider-Man and. Yeah, I guess all three three years were sort of really standalone. Yeah, yeah, in a word, in a sense. Oh yeah, that's right. That's okay, exactly. Yeah, got got away from the story, the overarching story, a little bit. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah. but all big to the story. I mean, Doctor Strange was huge to the story. Um, eventually. Yes, but if you never, if you if you only watched Doctor Strange, you didn't need to see anything else prior to it, really, to under understand no. what was going on. I liked all these movies. Continues Marvel's run of uh, above average movies. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Doctor Strange was alright. I, mean, I thought, like, cool visuals, obviously. Like, just crazy, like, watching the people flip over and run on buildings and everything. The visuals were definitely really cool. Mm hmm. But, I don't know. They were low on I, magic. Yeah, I wasn't really. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just not a fan of Bumble Batch Cumbersnitch or whatever his I, name is. I don't know. I like him. But. I thought he. I, thought yeah, he, I love Mads Mickelson. Mads oh, yeah, Mickelson he's great. Was nice. Um, he did. He only had like five lines, though. I feel like. Yeah, he could have done more. I wish he did more. He's such a good actor. I actually believe the character he played is actually a character made up, like entirely, like, not from comics. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I see. I think they need to do that more often. I mean, you already have so much of the structure with the superhero. Um, just make up your own bad guy. Why? Do it. Surprise people. It'd be cool. Yeah, and now he's dead, so he's probably not coming back. He got tossed into the underworld with, uh, what the hell's his name? Okay, Dormammu. Of course. So, um. Is that that big guy? Yeah. 
tossed into the underworld, though. A little ominous, you know. You could always escape the underworld. Um, yeah, of course you could. Um, but I was... Um, so basically, like, when you see Doctor Strange in Infinity War doing all those crazy magic spells, like, that's what I feel like this missed. Like, obviously he was learning, so he wasn't he didn't know all of them yet. Mm-hmm. But it just it just seemed light on the magic. I don't know. I think this is one of the very few where it's so zany you need it it needed to be the um what what do they call it? Uh origin story. And well yeah. Build the magic up. I I like that like that. This is actually my favorite of the three. Really? Wow. I really, yeah. I, I didn't expect to enjoy this movie. I didn't go see it in theaters or anything. I just threw it on one night when I had nothing to do and I really enjoyed it. This is one of the few that I did not see in theaters. Yeah, but like you said, the visuals are really cool. I enjoy just like, just a different plot and like a different thing and something I wasn't, like I didn't know what to expect. I like that aspect of it. Um, and I guess I just don't know Doctor Strange, so I didn't know how good or not he was at magic. Because mm. the things he was doing in the movie, I was like, oh, that's really good magic. I'm not <laughs> never seen that type of magic before. So I guess if I, I knew the character more and I'm like, oh, he could do better magic than that, maybe it would be different. Well, I just mean like from what you see him fighting Thanos with, like all the spells that he was pulling out of his ass in there, like when they were on uh, Titan. Like th- those are the spells like that he's known for. You know, like, well, well, that's, I think, Hmm. but I think they did a good job, uh, building to that, showing that he's like this extremely fast learner. Like, his, his probably, his superpower before magic was being a dick. That helps his magic. (laughs) That was being a dick. And yeah, (laughs) how intelligent and fast of a learner he is. I guess a lot of these guys are really intelligent. And his knowledge Um, of music. He had a really good knowledge of music. Because he knew that's where they would hear that song came out at. Yeah, so he has like a uh, photographic his, memory. Pho- yeah, photographic memory. So he learns the new magic and the better magic really quick. He ascends very quickly. He does. Um, let me see if I got any uh, no. Was he was he a dick in the comics, or is that just kind of like yeah, a no, character thing? No, that... no, he's that's his sort of style. Like you know, he's very arrogant. So he's like say. he's like the Harvard of uh, the superheroes. Well, he he's. Um, I, I guess. Uh, arrogance, I guess, if you're from Harvard. Um, yeah. But it's really good because, like, if you really look at him and you look at the facial hair and you look at the arrogance, he's sort of like a good new Tony Stark. Like, because, yeah, you know, because once, mm-hmm. once Robert Downey Jr. most likely leaves after Endgame, he would be new, good to, like, sort of fill that role as the Avengers, like, Tony Stark ish. Like, um, just, like, just the, uh, just, like, the, the, the personality wise. Yeah. That's fair. I think beginning of the movie, um, Cumbersnatch would be like that, but doesn't he kind of get humble? Like, he, he's more calculated now? Like, he doesn't seem as arrogant as. Uh, come on, did you, you watch Infinity War? He's still pretty arrogant. I, I wouldn't say arrogant as in just like more, he's like sure of himself and like knows what he can do, so he's just like kind of like very straightforward. Yeah, I mean, so is Tony Stark. Well, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, and he like sees the future, so. He should be like a little arrogant. He knows what's yeah, going to happen. That's what I'm trying to um, say. So you're going to get that similar similar personality from him, I think, moving forward. I, I mean, I'd be perfectly okay with them giving him a bigger role if somebody else, if Captain America and uh, Tony Stark st- step down a little. Oh, I, step want, out I 100% see it happening. I mean, they've already um, 
greenlit Doctor Strange 2, I believe, with the same director. So, I mean, I think he's going to take a key... Him and Captain Marvel, I think, are going to take key roles going forward. Going into Phase 4. Pretty strong duo. Um, also, if they had this... Uh, whatever, the dojo, whatever they called it in New York, where, where were these guys during... The first Avengers. They were just chilling, watching all these aliens come through. You Not their fight. Yeah, I mean, you could say that. They're, they're protecting them from other dimensions. I guess, but there's uh, like a dimensional portal that was ripped open in the sky using a... I don't know if it was dimensional, as much as it was a galactic portal. Hmm. Uh, um, okay, that's true. It's the same galaxy, it was just a rip in time, mm. or space. You know, when when people... Uh, see, I'm, this is what I'm going to do with the first Avengers... Because a lot of people seem to be having problems with, like, why wasn't this character there? Why wasn't this character there? So to just, like, eliminate all those problems in my head, I'm going to say the Avengers just responded to it pretty quickly. And they were ready together as, like, they all knew each other. Mm -hmm. And they responded quickly. So nobody else needed to be there. What was it, like a few-hour event? Yeah, like, it was like a, Captain Marvel didn't have to come from wherever she was in the universe. I'm to get also going to say it's, it's a comic book movie. I mean, that's how all comic books work. Yeah, afternoon's all those questions, right? So, like, so many times, like, how come Captain, Captain Marvel hasn't been in these? And it's like, how about it was just good response time? They didn't need to call the the fire station from five towns over. Like, they had it covered. Yeah, they they, they it was just it. it was just a one alarm fire for them. Captain Marvel's yeah, in like it. the edge of the galaxy fighting, you know, doing something else. Like other people are doing their things. Like, yeah, yeah. The these these guys are protecting different dimensions and trying to keep this uh, Infinity Stone under wraps. So you know. Battling Mad, a little Mads Mikkelsen, so they, <laughs> they had their own things going on. Um, did well, did they know that that I thing was the Time Stone? Yeah. Okay. I think because because Wong, Wong seemed kind of like surprised, like when he opened it, it was like, oh shit, like I didn't know that was there. No, they said it was the. It was, oh, okay. In the, oh, he was more surprised that he knew how to use it. Yeah, and they like, said it was the tame it. And by the way, that that effect where he was like changing the apple back and forth. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that yeah, that that was a pretty cool effect. Like, you know, I, I don't know. That's just pretty sweet. And they were all like, they're, it's funny. Like, they were all like, oh, the time, the time stone. Like, you really fuck things up by using it a lot. And then he fucking uses it like crazy. You know, like in fucking Infinity War. Like things like a falling into being. He's like back. He's like, fuck it, yeah. done. you're Again, good. Five alarm fire. You have to bring out the big hose. He's just like, whatever, <laughs> done. <laughs> it's just pretty funny. Like. They caution him, and he just, just fucking goes crazy using it. Well, he kind of went crazy using it against uh, Dormammu, Dormammu, whatever. Um, <laughs> just like Dormammu, just like <laughs> like Dormammu making Dormammu. Dr- <laughs> and it's not the underworld; it's a dark dimension. By the way, he made, I made that mistake. Or the uh, are the elves there? Well, whatever. No, they're not dark there. dimension. Okay. Potato, potato. Um, yeah, I like. Oh, I do like how he just made Dormammu. Just, <laughs> I like how he just made him rage cr- quit. Yeah, basically, that's what he did. Jermon just, <laughs> just threw the his fucking controller at the screen. It's like, that's it, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. But that was a pretty cool way to, I mean, to to take him out was like, pretty much just like, say like, you're in a fucking infinite time loop. I'm fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. Everyone else is all right. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, really. I, I don't know. I thought that was really awesome. Again, just... 
very creative. Maybe mm-hmm. the most creative Marvel movie, and I appreciated about that. It definitely was creative. Well, so yeah, imagine how hard it was just to try and get that all that shit on screen and like be able to make it make sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Make it look like yeah. And make it. Up. And it did make sense. It didn't lose me at all. Like yeah. Yeah. Same. I didn't care. Like the plot was easy to follow, even though it was very intricate. Yeah, I, I definitely follow. I'm talking the plot. you guys into this movie. You, this you know what? I was no, no, kind no, of I, far, but like I, I still think it. It's probably. I'm gonna go with my second favorite of of these three. I'm probably gonna agree with John. I still. I. I'm not saying I don't like Doctor Strange. I really enjoyed it. And actually, when I watched it, probably for the fifth or sixth time, like last week, um, I just I sat there and I, I guess another movie. Like again, I didn't take a lot of notes because I sort of just sat there and enjoyed what was going on and like didn't think even to pick up my phone to like write anything down yeah it, i mean it's very ant-man of jace i was gonna say it's kind of the same um the same ending where like i guess this happens a lot of superhero movies or just a lot of like action movies too. like the one thing like don't do this but then in the end the hero ends up doing that thing having to do that and it and it ends up working oh yeah i guess that's true yeah like don't do the time zone or don't go and don't to, subatomic yeah yeah, well, they, they like because then it's the kind of the they didn't have the chosen one to do this type of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. normal people would say don't do this, but that's like the chosen one, the ancient one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just <laughs> talking about that, that in comic book yeah. lore. Oh, okay. Sorry, my apologies. So, uh, by the way, ancient one, I thought Tilda Swinton was pretty good. She plays a good, like yeah. weird woman. She does. Well, yeah. Like she is a weird kind of a weird. Well, yeah. she's just a weird woman, right? Yeah, but there was a lot of backlash uh, that she was picked to be the the ancient one because the ancient one in the comics is in like an old Asian dude. So they were like, "Oh, you're uh, making yeah, a, a, a young white woman or a youngish middle aged white woman or whatever." Old shit. Well, is that is that progressive or regressive? Because you're giving the part to a white woman, but then you're also taking the part away from a minority actor. So I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, they really back, like, well, yeah, <laughs> you got to pick one argument. Why do why do movies just keep shooting themselves in the dick with this? Like, if it's just. To me, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not the one who cares. You wanna. You want to change the race to to white of a character. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not getting mad. But enough people do get mad, and there's enough good um, minority actors out there that like. Why? Why are you still doing it? I don't know. Like don't you're know. gonna piss people off. Yeah. So like, just save yourself the trouble. I mean, I find think, an Asian dude. Like, I think you're gonna piss people fist, off either. Not, no matter what. Well, Danny Rand as Iron Fist is a white guy. Is a white guy, I know. But like, how much cooler would it have been if they just draft, uh, draft, if they, they um, drafted, if they just interned an Asian guy on? If the they um picked an Asian like guy who's really good at like hand to hand stuff. Well, I think they're gonna in I, other movies I, for that. I believe they have now course corrected that by um in Phase Four they're making Shang Chi. Which is, um, he's, uh, somewhat of a similar character. He doesn't have like an iron fist or magical. He's like, really good at fucking kung fu. Okay. So like, master of kung fu. And he's going to be Asian. And he, cause he is Asian. So that's going to be a phase four movie. Not gonna be whitewashed. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. I love 
Kung Fu, man. Yeah, so you will be seeing that coming up because they've had... I've never heard of that guy, though. Yeah, never heard of him. Uh, yeah, just uh, do like a quick, when you get a chance, like, if you want to like, look forward to the future, look Google search like Shang-Chi. Like, well, do you just want to tell us now? I don't know much about him. Do you want to tell us what you know about him? Very little, like what I just told you. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, that's fair. It is, was, he, um, like, is he like a recent superhero? No, 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 he's been around for a while. And uh, so... Is he like teamed up with one person usually? or I believe Shang-Chi was created prior to the Danny Rand Iron Fist. And I believe the reason why they made uh, Danny Rand a white like male mm-hmm. instead of Asian is because to make the distinction between the two. So they didn't want another Asian. Are they like, are they in the same fu- universe or are they is yeah. it multiverse? No, same universe. Okay. So that's well, that was their reasoning. Marvel's reasoning was to make reason why they made Danny Rand white and blah blah blah. So like after Shang Chi was like they wanted to distinguish the characters. Gotcha. So whatever. <laughs> I'm just happy to see kung fu. I love kung fu. I love I love good kung fu movies. Yeah. And also, so the, I'd be excited to see this movie when it comes out. The only Iron yeah. Fist. Uh, Kung Fu movie I re- recognize as the man with the iron fist with uh, all of Wu Tang Clan in it. Nice, nice. Oh, I, I know this isn't technically Kung Fu; it's a different martial art. But um, I literally only thought movies. "Man with the Iron Mask" when you said "Man with the Iron Fist." Uh, that was the first thing that came to my head, yeah. and I'm like, "Wait a minute, Leonardo DiCaprio?" It was actually the Rizzo Leo behind movie. the mask. <laughs> Have uh, you ever seen? Um, real quick, this is our. Movie in a movie in a movie in a movie podcast Uh-oh, okay. that we're doing right now. Um, but the Raid movies. Oh you, my god, that was so great. I just watched uh, the first Raid um, oh, maybe like four or five months ago. Movie. And the plot is ridiculously non-existent. Like, you don't care about it. Just watch it for the fucking action. It's, I know. It's amazing. It's so good. Yep. I have to watch Raid 2. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's a, it's just a video game plot. He's just going through, like, they just go through levels pretty much of bad guys. And that's one of the like it's kind of like a Bruce Lee and that, movie. That's what I was uh, telling yeah. you guys about one of those um, issues of uh, the, the superhero you guys make fun of, Moon Knight. Is he goes through like a building like raid style, where he just fucking kicks the shit out of a ton of people, like going up, like <laughs> yeah, it's like love the name too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, then I'm in for a Moon Knight movie. I but can't it, wait for Moon Knight to come through. It would be cool to see a. Uh, very hand-to-hand centric Marvel movie. I think they would just be afraid to introduce that person to the bigger universe. Well, Shang Chi's coming like, through. Don't bring your karate to this Fucking orb fight. Laser fight, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, going back to Doctor Strange. Yes, uh, Strange Doctor. Do you have a nugget about what Stan Lee was reading in his cameo? What was he? Re- I don't. Even, what was the cameo? He, I don't know. He was like what reading a book on a bus. Oh no! I don't and know. it was. All right, let me look. All right, talk, give, talk give, us a, give us a nugget, and I'll. See I'll give you a up. nugget. Okay, uh, Baron Mordo, who we didn't even bring up yet. Um, Who's that? The black guy. Oh, okay. Um, is with the bad one or the one that got murked? The one at the end okay. who becomes he's, he's good. He's the one who finds Stephen Strange, and then um, becomes and it ends up like changing all his entire like view on everything because the. Angel Moon was using powers from the Dark Dimension to fight everyone and keep every, you know their dimension safe. Um, so he like lost his mind. It was really like really dumb way to like be like I can't do this anymore because she wasn't truthful. I don't know, but basically in the comics he's like a very common Doctor Strange villain like throughout. Never really never a good guy. Okay, um, and 
he was so instead of like the story of him like going against the ancient one in the in the the movies he was basically trying to kill the ancient one and was foiled by Doctor Strange so that's how all that happened so I'm assuming in the second movie you're gonna see more of him yeah I mean they set him up to be the the villain next yeah. movie which he always was. yeah he was good I liked I liked his little arc mm-hmm. um let's you want to talk about a character that didn't even need to be in this movie because it was just like go for it I can't all right I'm not I'm not sure if Rachel McAdams I was gonna say, or, I knew you were going Rachel yeah. McAdams. Or, um... Night Nurse, basically. Well, sort of. Yeah, they do that character over and over. Different, um, Rachel McAdams or Natalie Portman, who's kind of more, um, they're just phoning this one in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um... Oh, uh, what just, up, new car bitch? Uh, don't, oh, uh, bitch. obviously, uh, John just made that <laughs> motion, but yeah, my, my wife just came home, so she hit the dog and my wife. They're just making some noise. Because <laughs> my dog excited to see my wife. Your, your dog is extremely quiet all the time, though. Except when people she really likes come home. That's the only but time. Not, not barking, though. She's yeah, still pretty quiet. No, she don't bark. She just gets really excited and her tail and her butt wags. And, yeah, well, she just she just does like the... Like the... Like, like the, <laughs> those kind of noises. There is the dog next door that she fucking hates. Yeah. That every time she sees... She like she'll that's the closest she'll get to a bark, and she'll start pushing at the door because uh. she wants to fucking kill that dog. Because the one time, <laughs> because well, because the one time they, the people next door are, are assholes, and they let the dog walk around without a leash. So one time the dog walked up to our door, and Zero had was not having it, <laughs> was not having it because Zero's like, "This is my house. You don't come to my fucking house and come up on my door." So Zero was about to fucking like just kill this thing, and ever since that day, every time she sees that dog, she wants to kill it. Well, you got some dog beef in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It's this little, like, froofy white dog that Zero would absolutely just gut. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm disappointed she she doesn't howl. I was really looking forward to that when you told me you were getting it. She'd be, I, she doesn't howl. I know she doesn't howl. She you, doesn't. Try, you try for so long. She's howled a couple of times. Mm. And it's funny when she does it, but it's so, like, very random. Riley, tr- well howl or try to howl which is might be even cuter if you howl to her for like a minute and a half straight <laughs> oh she'll howl back <laughs> then she'll start to do it you have to really egg her on though that's funny yeah no, my dog more just like whimpers or pants like whines basically <laughs> oh my wife's learning how to use her new car <laughs> oh that's why you yelled new car bitch yeah yeah gotcha She's learning how that to makes use, sense learning how to use it <laughs> okay, uh, I, well, I have an answer. The uh, the book Stanley was reading was The Doors of Perception. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. Sounds like something Doctor Strange-ish. Yeah, uh, let's see. The Doors of Perception. Um, oh, by Aldous Huxley, of course. I really have, like, no notes. About using mescaline and other hallucinogenic drugs, as almost, and which he describes as almost religious in their nature. And became a Bible to the 60s band, The Doors. There you go. Look at that. The Doors oh. Inception. There you go. Well, I knew that. Nice. I knew. I'll read this book now. Yeah. I didn't realize it was from a book. I knew they, they, they were the door. Like, there was some, like, yeah. shit, like, you know, hippie shit, whatever. For them. <laughs> I knew, I knew it was some hippie <laughs> shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was from that book. But. Good call in that time frame. Yeah. Duh. All right, um, Rachel McAdams, useless. 
Yeah, sort of. I mean, I mean she, she doesn't do much in this. She, you know, she tries to be like the the you know the bleeding heart to Selena Strange after he fucks his hands up. Um, yeah, but I mean, she plays a part. She just like she's definitely not in like all very into it. Because it's like, why be into it? This is you have like a ten minute yeah screen time part in. This gigantic Marvel universe. By the way, when he's driving the car before he uh, gets into the crash and he's looking for like cases, um, I don't know if you paid attention. They said like thirty-something-year-old, like or middle-aged uh, Air Force or like military person, oh. lower back fracture. That's a war machine. Well, everyone thought that, and that seems like it should be the case. But, but. apparently, I think there was like they're like, no, that's not it. I'm like, why would you even do that then? Like, that sounds exactly like War Machine. No, like, just to fuck with people. Like, yeah, like using military technology or like, yeah. you know, like, like I don't know. It was just also Benjamin Bratt with a random cameo. Yeah, in this movie. like a five minute yeah. or Benjamin Bratt like playing basketball. Yeah, <laughs> better than his Catwoman basketball scene. Oh, I don't even remember that because I never saw Catwoman. You, you've well, I, I mean, I've never seen the whole Catwoman movie either. But you've never seen just like the five minute basketball scene with Haley Berry and Benjamin Bratt? No. It's alright. No, I will not watch any of that. It's movie. a minute of basketball maybe. And conservatively, there's four hundred cuts. Like every half a dribble is a cut. Like it's just cut, 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 cut. Change like we're over here now, we're over there, we're over there. Oh god. Every like quarter of a second. It's what possessed you to watch that? It's the fun it's like the most unintentionally hilarious movie <laughs> history. I um, I, have I no think way. the Ringer had an article on like the worst basketball scenes in movies, and that was oh, uh, uh, that, that actually might have been why I've why I've watched that just that part. Yeah, I'll never watch any of that. I mean, maybe I'll watch that. Scene I mean, too. Three Ninjas has to be up there too. Oh, are you kidding me? Like oh, nine-year-old kids dunk in that movie. Get. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like <laughs> eleven. We'll give you nine points, and you have the ball. And they're like, why would you do that? You're trying to get back your girlfriend's bike, bro. Uh, because he was arrogant as fuck, yeah, and he knew Rock- he was going to win? No. Was it Rock? I think Rocky gave the thing, or did Colt? Colt was the cocky one. Colt was the cocky one. <laughs> I don't remember. Rocky loves Emily. Dude, that was... And also, um, in... My favorite childhood movie. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. Um, what's that movie, uh, with X in it? The... Nazi movie, skinhead movie. Oh, American History X. American History X. Yeah, the um, reverse dunk in that. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not sure he could even dunk, so let's give him a reverse dunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we're talking about basketball, uh, <laughs> man, basketball. A movie scenes. and a movie and a movie and a movie um, podcast. Should we go into Guardians of the Galaxy too? Uh, uh, or do well, you have something else? No, I just want to talk about uh, a couple of last things. Um, I love the the cape. Yes. Uh, that played an awesome role. Um, you know, it's like a very signature thing of Doctor Strange is his cape, and I like I'm guessing he, it's some very old artifact thing from the comic books and whatever. Well, that's so. what he, he, you know, he yeah. always see him in. And, like, I love the, how he got it and how it, like, just helped him and whatnot. Um, his cape did more damage than he did in this movie, I feel like. For the most, until he got to Dormammu, I think. Dormammu. Um, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was a solid movie. Like I said, I just enjoyed it so much again. This, I just didn't write down any notes. No. So it happens, but... Alright. Yeah. Guardians go, 2, more notes. Let's go on to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and... Let's give this a uh, rating first? Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Um, Always forget the rating. Yeah. John, write these down so we can get at least yeah, half of them down. I still haven't written down at the first, like, eight we did, though, so, like... 
We're gonna, I'm gonna have to go back. Alright, uh, I'll go first. I'll go this like, a, like an 80. Like a solid 80. I'm gonna go 84. Hmm. All, my, all my ratings are high. Yeah. Except for Incredible Hulk and Dark, Dark World. Yeah, you have some high ratings. I'm gonna go 87. Hmm, okay. One of the few times Brian's the highest of us, I feel like. You really like Doctor Strange? Yeah. Alright, um. Yeah, I mean, it's not my, t- I don't think it makes my top six, maybe seven or eight. It makes my top ten. Oh, definitely. I could tell that. I could, I could, by the way, by the way you, uh, you just gush over it, I can yeah. tell it's your top ten. <laughs> uh, Alright, so Guardians of Galaxy 2, before we go to that, uh, James Gunn is back on for Guardians 3. Boom. As pointed out by listener Bryant, he, he, he wanted credit for that because he oh, told me. Thanks, Bryant, for, uh, pointing that out. Even though we all knew it already. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, he told this last week. Oh, okay. All right. Well, all right. Good for you, Brian. He said I better give him credit. All right. We'll give you credit. Listening anymore. Credit, Brian. <laughs> um, so that's good that they finally came to their mind. And, and he's still doing guys. Suicide Squad reboot. So also, DC Suicide and Squad. Marvel. Suicide Squad. Will Smith's not going to be it. They're going to do a total reboot of a movie that's three years old. Yeah. Good. Because this first one sucked terribly. It, it did suck terribly. Like... Are they doing all different characters? Yes. Apparently, they might be bringing in like Killer Shark and of like, course, of course. Uh, who is the other one? Who's the other weird? What's well, the actor? What about yeah. the actors for the character? I think they were talking for Deadshot, possibly Idris Elba. So another. Oh black, yeah, I heard that. But they're gonna actor. keep other. No, ones no, no, no. Like all the characters are gonna be completely different. The only one that might end up being in it because they're gonna. I think they're gonna, they're gonna toss out all of that. Like. Basically, all that Suicide Squad stuff didn't happen. They're just going to say, fresh start. They're going to Febreze everything. I still feel like they're going to bring Margot Robbie back in as Haley, Harley Quinn. And say, like, because she's still in the universe. Because she's doing a new movie with uh Joker. But don't they not have a universe anymore? They're just saying everything's a one-off now? Yeah, I, yeah but I don't think it is. <laughs> I think they're just saying that God. because they want to be like, yeah, we're just doing one-offs until we finally have enough to put it together. I'm not going to lie. What a mess. They yeah, sound like, they sound like the Giants right now. They don't know if they want to do one offs. They don't know <laughs> no. if they want to build dynasty. They don't know if they want to rebuild or a soft rebuild or you could win while you rebuild. Yeah. I forgot to say that I, I I don't know if I said this before, but uh I watched Aquaman and I fucking hated it. Yeah, you said that. It was terrible. You probably said that. It was terrible. I didn't like well, it. Well, I hate Giants right now, so I'm excited to see Shazam though. Yeah, if they do like the campy shit. That could be cool. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, whatever. I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> like, yeah whatever. first good DC movie when I see it. Okay, uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy 2, what do you, Anthony, what do you got since you have so many notes? I mean, I mean, let's just start with the opening scene. Loved it. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Absolutely loved it. Baby Groot dancing. I mean, my wife's just dancing. Not like Baby Groot, but she's dancing because she knows what we're talking about. Um, well, cause she's right here. Such a great, I mean, such a, a great opening scene to like, you know, cause like, you had to try and match the, level of how awesome the not opening opening yeah. scene was but like of the first one with you know just Peter Quill and that music I thought this was perfect um I was a little worried when they said it was going to be baby Groot that it was going to be like oh cutie minions type stuff and it had a little bit of that but it, they did it well enough that it didn't like bother me yeah he was funny huh? so I really enjoyed I mean I love that song Absolutely, Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra, I believe. Yellow baby, and yeah. my daughter, youngest daughter, absolutely loved that song. So I play it all the time. John just farted, and it smells really bad over here, Brian. <laughs> it's a great um, song. John has bad farts. 
Um, those two things are true. But yes, both that's, can be true. <laughs> <laughs> that song is awesome. That that scene was awesome. Yeah, and it was and, shot cool. Like the fight being the background thing. Yeah, like basically, yeah, secondary to Groot's dancing and the music. I really enjoyed that. Um, and that guy, they feel like it just, it just, it was getting, I think the, 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 the scenes I liked the least were the scenes with Kurt Russell. Yeah, I was not a huge fan. This is, I felt like kind of a big, not a huge drop off from the first movie, but like a pretty big drop off just because I didn't like the villain at all. And I, I just feel like they, like, they kind of popped it out of nowhere. Like, there wasn't enough, like, build-up of, like, oh, shit, this guy's kind of shady. Oh, he might not have, like, you know, it was not like have, here, might not have then, the best intentions. It was here, then, he, like, like here, then here. And I know John can only see what I'm doing, really. Yeah, it was, like, down, like, it was down, uh, yeah, it was down, <laughs> yeah, and it went, yeah, <laughs> like it was quick. a twist. Yeah. It was, like, a quick twist. Yeah, it's too quick. It but, I mean, you knew it was, um, I mean, you had to know it was coming, though. I mean, like... Yeah, because there was going to be a letdown, da- daddy letdown. Yeah, like you know, it wasn't just going to be like, oh, here's your dad, he's a uh, celestial, and like we're going to play good for the rest of the universe. Like you knew there was going to be a letdown. So yeah, I mean, I, I obviously didn't like this nearly as much as the first either. Seeing as the first is my favorite of all all of them, everything. I but I, okay, sorry. I don't know. Do you know what this kind of reminded me of? What? The Hangover 2. Oh, God, no, really? Oh, why? Okay, Ooh, all right. Let's hear so this. this is much better than The Hangover 2. Okay. But The Hangover 1 was something very unexpected because those weren't, like, none of those guys were part of, like, a comedy trope that, you like, the Owen Wilson and the... Seth Rogen's. And that group mm-hmm. and the Seth Rogen's and that group. Um, and you weren't expecting it and it was, hilar- it was hilarious. And it was... Mike Tyson was in it. It was funny. Like, all this unexpected shit. Um, and the second one was like the same exact thing with very similar jokes that weren't as good. And I felt like this was that where it's very close to the first one with very similar jokes that weren't as good, but much better than Hangover 2. Okay. Yeah. Definitely make, make that known that you're me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's <laughs> not that big of a drop off between one or two, but it's, but I, I can just, see what you're saying. I find it. I found it very similar. I did actually enjoy, like, speaking of jokes, I actually did enjoy Drax more in this movie than even the first one. I, I, mm, I actually enjoyed close. some of the things he was saying better. I felt like he was trying a little harder, though. I don't know, I enjoyed it. I just, it felt like he was coming into his own. Like, yeah. especially, like, when he, he jumped out of the, uh, the back of the plane. Uh, oh, the yeah, plane, sorry, uh, yeah. the plane. 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 Sound like me when I'm I know. Trying to describe <laughs> shit. Yeah, the fucking robot guy. <laughs> the robot guy. By the way, the name of that the name of that last episode was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the red witch. <laughs> the, the robot. The robot. Yeah. Um, I I, don't, I really like Drax in this movie. I like the him and the way he fucked with Mantis. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny. Um, I called the MVP of this one. Oh, he definitely was. He definitely was. I, I like, uh, the, the blue Ravager. I think he was my MVP. The blue, Yandu? Yeah, Yandu. <laughs> I like yeah. him. Yeah, I liked him too. But wasn't, so, this is something that I didn't catch at first when I watched it. Cause I think I watched it on like a computer the first time or mm-hmm. something. Um, didn't Yandu and his crew get in trouble for like child trafficking in the beginning? And then he becomes the sympathetic figure at the end? Or was it not really child trafficking because he was trying to save the kids from... So so what he was doing, so I guess 
how it worked is that Yandu was being paid by Ego to send him children. I guess it was the children that uh, yeah. Ego had uh, his babies, basically. Um, and he, Yandu, that's what he got trouble in trouble for in the beginning. Yeah, so I thought it was for for not delivering Quill, though. No, I thought that's why. He no, got in he trouble. got in trouble because he was delivering these kids, and that the kids, as you find out, were all being killed because they didn't possess the power to help uh, Ego do what he wanted to. Now. Uh, Stallone's so, yeah, character. Stallone's kind of sympathetic from that point on. Well, Stallone's character says that Yandu did it because he was getting paid a lot of money. Yandu was saying the moment. Oh, the, 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 the Yandu said the moment that he found out that that was the case because he didn't know what was happening. He basically played like I didn't know they were being killed, and then once I did find that out, Quill was the next kid up. He didn't deliver Quill. And that's when he stopped. Yeah, but like I thought, uh, uh, no, he stopped. Basically, Yandu's character is basically Yandu that is basically would be saying, like that if somebody kidnapped your kid and was and sold it and was like, well, I'm not, I'm not responsible for anything that happens to that kid after I kidnap it and steal it. Uh, well, so I guess I guess the once way I found out that people were using these kids for bad reasons, I stopped. Well, I guess the How way was I supposed the to way Yandu. Well, first of all, they're Ravengers. They're not supposed to be the best people in the world to begin with. Um, but I guess what Yandu, I guess maybe felt that like is that all right? It is Ego's kid, so he's bringing him his kid, not thinking that Ego's going to kill it. Yeah, I guess so. so. I guess I, I can guess. I can sympathize a bit with him, and I, and I, I'll tell you I, I I teared up a bit when he had the Ravenger funeral at the end. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I, see, that's where I got confused because I thought he got in trouble for keeping Quill and, and no. breaking the code. The no. code was no child slavery. Mm-mm. No, because like Stallone's character was saying that he was sending these kids to their death, oh, and okay. Yandu saying. He didn't know that was happening, and when he did find out, he stopped. Okay. And that's why Quill is with him, even though he lo- even though he tell- kept telling Quill that he was small enough that he can get into like little places to steal stuff. That was a lie. He was, just, also he was trying. He didn't want to tell him that his dad was going to kill him. Gotcha. So, See? you know, I just still think he was a little too naive. I, look, fine, but I, th- <laughs> I, I think he has um, a little more redeeming quality now in your. Eyes that he wasn't just like, you know, it's a little better than what you. Yeah, he was able to. So to be a ravenger, but yeah, so and do something for someone else, not just for (laughs) for him. Um, He's a very, he's a very, he's a very redeeming child. I'm just saying, saying, it's complicated. Another another scene I really liked. Cool power though. I love the whistle. um, The uh, I like the scene with Rocket when he's in the woods. Of that planet, and he just fucks all those ravagers yeah, yeah. up with all of his little gadgets and everything like that. Like that just that's just like perfect rocket. Like using all of his like his know how to like make all those like creations and fuck with them. Like I would just he's the best fighter out of all of them. Like if you had to put them all one against one or something. Uh, I feel like he always does the heavy lifting in their group. Probably not fighter. Like, not fighter, but like if you had, like I don't know, had to win a war or something with one. I of mean, them. he's great at putting together weapons of destruction. I mean, so. Gamora is just like so powerful. I think hand to hand combat Luke probably Gamora really powerful. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
But yeah, of course. No, not hand to hand. Just like um, if you're building a team, like maybe I should have said this more. If you're building a team, who would like you pluck first from that group? Probably Rocket. He's definitely up there. Definitely I mean, he's like a genius, a genius planner. I mean, he makes a genius planner. Yeah, that's true. He does make really good. Makes little bombs out of anything. And he, he did escape out of that prison with them. Really Him well. and uh, what's what's her name from Black Panther need to get need to work on something together. Oh, Suri. Yeah, Suri. They're still both still alive, right? I think they saying Suri might have been part of the snap. She got snapped. Yeah. They should make her still alive because I want to see. I want to see with uh, her and Rocket. I think her Rocket. Tony Stark and Mark Ruffalo. Uh, I say Mark Ruffalo. I don't say Bruce Banner. Uh, all four of them, like the four smartest minds, I think would have been really fun. Together. Yeah, and I want to engineer. Well, I guess Bruce, Bruce Banner's not an engineer, right? No, he's like a he's, biologist or or a biologist. Yeah, but the other three are engineers. But it'd just be cool to see like Tony Stark like try and probe it, rocket. <laughs> like, because he'd be fucking. Imagine like a mini like little rocket Iron Man suit. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. But like, I'm really, would... I'm really happy Rocket was the one who survived the snap out of them because it's just a good juxtaposition putting him with all the original Avengers, and then you have Rocket Raccoon. Like, I'm really happy that's the one they picked. Well, you know what? I think I think the reason why they picked him is obviously Quill is emotional, um, but I think Rocket's emotion, I think, really are gonna like weigh him down. You know, like, like, you know, with Groot getting, because with Groot getting taken away, I think. Mm-hmm. At that snap, I think that's really gonna fucking weigh on his head. Well, Gru- Gru- uh, Rocket was pretty depressed during this movie. Too. Yeah, and, he, but, and he's gonna have good depression jokes. Like I think they left him in there because he's gonna have good depression. Gotta have, jokes. gotta have he the dark sense if you were movie guy. up a little. I'm pretty sure he's hanging out with Thor. At <laughs> at points in this movie, wonderful. So I mean, they're they're a pretty good banter in Infinity Wars. Oh, I think so. I'm excited. Oh, I, yeah. I like Rocket. They were the best part of the movie, I think. The Thor and uh, Guardians arc. Oh, man. The, the opening scene when you see the Guardians. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, good what? movie altogether. So, they did a good job with that. Oh, Infinity War? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, other things about... The, what was the name of those golden people? I don't know why I can't even think of them. Um, the The Sovereign? Sovereign. Yeah. Right. Holy Thank fuck. you. Wow, look at this guy. Look at this guy coming yeah. through. I don't, know why, I don't know why that came out, but. Um, at the end of the movie, they, um, they create the perfect man. The golden god should be Dennis from. <laughs> 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 That'd be hilarious to do an outtake. Which is actually funny because he auditioned to play Peter Quill. Really? Um, yeah. So That yeah, would have been interesting. Star Lord could have been, uh, fucking Dennis from Always Sunny. That would have been so good. I would love to see a cut of his... Actually, I would just love to see his audition for do, oh, yeah. doing Peter Quill. I mean, they picked enough really interesting choices as is. So, yeah. like, I felt like they could have made it work. They made freaking Batista work as a hilarious oh. person. Vin Diesel work as a tree. And Bradley Cooper Oof. as a... As a, ra- a raccoon. Raccoon. <laughs> but uh, the Sovereign, which, by the way, again, very good. Um, the At the end, when they say... Um, they they create the perfect whatever. Uh, that's supposed to be Adam Warlock, so he's a very big. Obviously, he's not going to. I don't think he's going to show up in Endgame because it just doesn't seem to fit. But he was a very vital and big part of the Infinity War comics. Huh. So, but he's like extremely like 
extremely powerful. Like, it was like him and Silver Surfer were very vital to that. So that's not going to happen. But who knows? Maybe Phase 4. You'll see Adam Warlock. Possibility. They all doing all the space and crazy shit now, so. Yeah, they Possibility. can't. I think it's probably, it's probably too late to add. Can't yeah. add anyone else. No, I think. They are going to need a couple um, secondary bad guys, though, to be yeah. like the roster for Thanos, right? It's not going to be all going after Thanos the whole time, is it? Well, uh, I was just according. I, I watched like the, the minute trailer just because like I heard like they didn't give away too much. But like I, you could see they had different hairstyles. A, how many, there must, like all the barbers must have gotten left on Earth because they all had like, te- like new hairstyles and everything. But, uh, Black Widow. They just need one. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. But Black Widow had like, uh, a bunch of different hair colors. So like, I think they're, they're saying time. that it's gonna be, there's gonna be a big time jump in, yeah. inside the movie. I'll just say, I did not watch the trailer. I am not going to watch the trailer. It doesn't give much. It's basically. I, know, I get it. I still don't want to. I saw the teaser and I was excited enough. Yeah. To it's but it's a bunch of Infinity Infinity Wars, uh, footage with like uh the the people remaining saying whatever it takes. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a like an NBA playoff pump up video. Almost. Yeah, that's, it is kind <laughs> of like that, or like a Nike ad. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I still won't watch it though. I mean, look, it's a fucking month away. Mm. I'm not going to watch anything. No. And they can make it as long as they want. I, I oh, my God. If they make it three hours, I will... Oof. I think it's close to. I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine with that. Make it three and a half. Go for it. Like, this is one of the few movies where I'm like, yeah, I mean, they've, they've put so much into it. Are we are we on the same page to think that this might be the highest grossing film of all time? What I was, think... What was it? Honestly, the fact that isn't Avatar the highest, which is a goddamn disgrace. Well, the highest American film of all time is Star Star Wars: Force Awakens. Wait, really? Yeah. Are you talking about opening, or are you talking about finishing all time? Like all time, the run in in America is. Why did I think it was Titanic? Force Awakens at nine hundred and sixty million dollars in America. It's just far against me. It's pretty fucking Uh, nuts. Um, number I think this two will definitely break opening weekend. Records. So the American all time top, I think it's um, don't tell me it's it's Force Awakens, Avatar, Black Panther. Uh, is it maybe Infinity War and then Titanic or Titanic and Infinity War? Maybe up there. I think that might be it. Jesus Christ! Um, Freaking! You gotta, go to, you gotta go to boxofficemojo.com. Uh, well, um, too late for that. <laughs> But I have a feeling this is this this had this movie of all movies that have been out for a while and coming out at the, on the slate future. I think this has a chance to beat Star Wars. Number one, Avatar, two point seven nine billion. That's worldwide. That's worldwide, Mister Worldwide. I'm talking America. Yeah, Force Awakens is the domestic Come on, um, leader right now. Sorry, I didn't go to box office. And it's by a lot. Yeah, it's, it's by a huge margin. Yeah, it's by almost two hundred million. Yeah, it's like seven eighty nine, I think, is the next one or something like that, or seven something. Avatar's the next. It's seven sixty. Seven sixty, and then Black Panther is third, right? Then Titan. Yeah, sorry. Um, Black Panther, Titanic. No, not Black Panther. Black. Oh yeah, Black Panther is second. I didn't see it down there because it was so far down the box off the worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Bo- yeah. Black Panther second. It's, sorry. No third. Uh, to. Uh, Third, yeah, to Avatar. And Avatar's first worldwide, then Titanic. It's crazy. Well, I guess it's not crazy. 
Adjusted for Inflation, Gone with the Wind. Never seen that movie. Yeah, it was because no one could, no, you couldn't watch movies in the fucking, you know, you had to watch them in the theater. There's yeah. no way you could see them. Never, never, never seen Gone with the Wind. Oh, uh, I was right. Thing. Infinity Wars. She loved that. Infinity Wars 4th. Wow, my girlfriend loves that movie too. I think it was a girlfriend movie, to be honest. It's like, oh my god, it's so romantic. It's the old South. They all wear dresses and petticoats and oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah, Infinity Wars is four. Avengers is six, and Ultron is eight. So after this, they could have four Avengers in the top ten. And the top thirteen movies currently, nine. <sighs> yeah, are Disney. Dude, Disney just teamed up with a uh, freaking Fox. Not teamed up, bought, bought. Yeah. But like, but I mean, out of the top thirteen movies, nine are Disney created. Okay. That's insanity. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah, they're freaking taking over the world. It's gonna be the fucking Mickey Mouse is gonna be going <laughs> real soon. Why is Avatar at two point eight billion? Like so much further ahead than Titanic in second. Because it was a How um, did that happen? Because oh I think it was just like it was a movie that's only good in theaters. Well, last thing is like the three D And was also the three like, D shape. That was like what set three D off. Was that movie? That's the, it honestly is the only good 3D movie. Actually, tri- up, up, yeah. up was and good they in 3D. People that 3D would be a thing after that. And yeah. 3D sucks. Yeah, it really is the only good one. And I guess you're spending more money on 3D. Yeah, freaking 3D movie, like fucking like. So it was sort of like sixteen bucks. You know, it was, and you, you gotta understand, like the international markets, like they're like, all right, so like those trans, the, new, the Transformer movies that come out recently, not the Bumblebee one, which actually wasn't terrible, but the, the, the past few before that, made by Michael Bay, mm-hmm. are garbage. And they do garbage in America, but the fucking worldwide, like fucking Chinese and fucking ja- they fucking oh, they, yeah. they eat that shit up. They Michael fucking Bay's Mr. Worldwide eat that shit sure. up. Those movies make a billion dollars because the Asians love those movies. Same thing with Tom Cruise. He does so much better globally than he does in America. All of his shit does well Weird, globally. Man. Weird <laughs> happens, but uh, I, mean, I just watch. I love the, the James Cameron. They're like what. What if I told you I can make you $2.8 billion? And this is my story. Now they got 17 Blue more. Blue Pocahontas. <laughs> 17 more of those fucking sequels coming Blue out. Blue Alien Pocahontas. They're filming like four more of those movies. Yeah. And the, they have I believe the, it when I see it. Avatar was a long time ago. They're, they're filming them. They're, I think they're currently making them. That's what they them. say every year. Uh, I, don't, I have no interest um, I mean, I'm those. gonna see Avatar too if it comes if it's a thing that happens. I'm sure. I'm not you gonna will. not. I'm not gonna be the one that doesn't see Avatar too. I'll be. I'll be the one. <laughs> yeah, doubt it. Unless we have to do an Avatar podcast, I'm not watching it. You know, you're gonna. You know, your family would want to go to Avatar. I mean, we're, kids. I mean, we're probably gonna go to the Avatar Land in Disney World when we go this August. Um, yeah, so exactly. You're, so you're, you're already. You're not, in for you those think next your kids aren't movies. gonna make you go see Avatar? Eh, we'll see. We'll find out. You're, you're gonna you'd see you're gonna see Avatar. You know, I'll put ten dollars on you seeing Avatar. <laughs> well, now pretty that, much pays I'm, for my movie ticket. That's great because I'm just gonna tell my like kids, "Hey, I'm gonna win a ten dollar bet if we don't see Avatar." <laughs> 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 and we'll just I'll just get it on my Amazon Fire Stick. Um, All right, so back to Guardians. Yeah, um, Guardians. I do like uh, one funny thing. Even though it went sort of out of nowhere, was um, not, not out of nowhere, but it was a little campy. Was when they um, they all they formed all the rocks and everything. And to fight each other, and his turn was the big Pac-Man, which I thought was pretty funny. Like you know, a lot of things go back to his like being in the yeah. There's a bunch. I mean, there was a bunch of David Hasselhoff in this movie, a bunch of Kevin Bacon. 
you know, he loves his '80s references, of course. And we know John loves Kevin Bacon. I just honestly, I don't see the appeal. Of him. Why? What's wrong with Kevin Bacon? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just like never like, like what great role has he been in? I really liked him. Is Footloose even that good of a movie? I don't think so. I really like it. It is. Um, Give me Patrick Swayze dancing over Kevin like Bacon show, dancing the anything. <laughs> the following. I didn't watch that, but I heard he was pretty good in that. Um, what about? I mean, you didn't like him in the X Men. Hollow Man. I mean, the X Men. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. That's probably the and his what about best Hollow Man. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, do, what about I don't, I don't, I don't do spooky shit. It's not spooky. It was spooky for me when I saw it first. I was like, "Oh shit, this is spooky." <laughs> it was like sci-fi more than spooky. What about that movie where he's um goes to Africa and recruits the basketball player? Kinda. I don't think that's a good movie. Oh, wasn't he? Oh, what about Apollo Thirteen? What okay. about Apollo Thirteen? Right, fair enough. All right, good. There we go. Got you. Although I'd say that's more that's more of a Tom Hanks, Gary Sinise vehicle, but whatever. <laughs> Gary Sinise didn't even go to the moon. Kevin Bacon went because Sinise Gary Sinise didn't go. was the reason they survived, though, because he was able to test everything down on Earth. And then it was Bill Paxton or Pullman. No, it was Paxton. It was Paxton. It was Paxton. <laughs> Flatliners? Anyone? Anyone ever seen? Oh, Flatliners. Flatliners. Yeah, that's another one. No, I haven't seen that one. Is that the one where, like, where they die and they come back? They made. It, yeah. Didn't they just recreate they, that? Oh, the new. I heard the new one sucked garbage. Balls, right, yeah. 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 Suck garbage balls. Um. All right, any other nuggets? I actually I didn't say any of my nuggets. I could say all the nuggets right now. Yeah, go for it. All right. So we'll just get through them really quickly. Um, Stallone's character, Stakar, also known as Starhawk, was a guardian in the comic books. Okay. So was, um, as well as Yondu, actually was one of the guardians in the comic books. Posthumous guardian. Uh, Although I also I really like the the whole ripping on Taserface's name. Well, that was oh Taserface <laughs> name. That was uh, hilarious. hilarious. Actually, the name. According to, I forgot who said it, I think it was the creator of Deadpool, Rob Liefeld, mm-hmm. um, said that a name, who the, the character created by Jim Valentino, but the name Taserface was created by his nine-year-old son, Aaron. <laughs> so his nine-year-old son, apparently this guy, Jim Valentino, very uh, famous uh, comic book artist, of course, um, created Taserface, but not the name, created the character, but then his son called him Taserface. Okay. So that's how that name, I believe, was created. So they, if, if, if the story is to be told. If, if the story is to be true, they're basically just roasting this nine-year-old kid, just renaming him something so it's dumb. Taserface. Um, uh, at the end, there's a character uh, named Ma- Mainframe uh, that was voiced by Miley Cyrus in this movie. That was also a member of the Guardians in the comics. Wow. Wait, really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I, that, I like that nugget. That's a good nugget. Would have never known that. Yeah, yeah, good, I mean, I feel like you could be making that up, and I wouldn't know. I'm not, but I can understand that's a, that. That's a, I mean, that's a very tasty nugget. <laughs> I, I yeah, that's one of it. your better nuggets. All right, all right. right. Um, uh, the other, this not a nugget, but like ego. When you see him, like when they're flying to ego, and you see the face in the planet, like yeah. that's really what ego was as in the comics. He was just a sentient planet. He wasn't like a person the way. So like it was just changed. So Ego was technically a planet. Trying to be uh, taken over by Galactus. He was actually bad at first. Galactus tried to take him over, was saved, and then becoming good. Um, is he Peter Quill's dad in the comics? No. No, he isn't. Okay. Um, Do they say who Peter Quill's dad is, is in the comics? Yes, and I cannot remember who it is. Hmm. But it's not anyone of in- that importance, I don't believe. But he's not all, he's not all human. He's not, no... But he's not like 
a half god. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not like that. Um, Peter Quill was not even like a guardian like early on or whatever. Like there was like this was like a way later run of. Do you think his celestial powers ever come back? No. Okay. I don't think so. I think after Guardians three, they're gonna get they're gonna they're gonna bring new Guardians, and if they try to make Guardians four, I think they're gonna send these Guardians off and bring in new Guardians. <laughs> but anyway, that's the point. Let uh last nugget, the the Stanley cameo where he's talking they're, to they're, those they're, guys. They're flying through, yeah. So he's talking to the Watchers. So they are beings that go about the universe and they basically watch and they take note. They don't do anything. They take note. So that... Do they so, have a podcast after? So, too? you would think. So, Who are these voyeur-ass people? So, well, that's the thing, is that, like, so Stan Lee's been in all these movies, and, like, you know, being, you know, different characters going around and, like, seeing all the movies in Marvel, in Marvel, that they, that the, the running thing is that they think that Stan Lee's character in Marvel Cinematic Universe is, is one of the Watchers. So, cause he goes and he watches everything that's going on. Which huh. is a pretty cool thing. So, that's yeah. basically yeah. that. So, he was yeah, talking to wanna. the, he was talking to the Watchers when they were time jump, uh, space jumping. So they're just like creepy Santa Clauses? They don't give presents. So that's why it's creepy. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> the worst type of Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like that's that. So he's like, he's, they, the running thing is that he's a watcher. Do they have like, Backup cameos for Stanley, R.I.P. Uh, I believe that they've actually f- may have filmed. I believe they filmed the Endgame cameo and the Far From Home cameo. Hmm. I believe those have already been filmed with him. Uh, not posthumous. That's how you say it, right? Posthumous. Posthumous. Like, that's like biopic or biopic. No, like, I mean posthumous yeah, is like when they like, take your humerus um, and yeah. bone out. Your posthumous. It's like hyperbole or hyperbole. I mean, yeah, no, not like no, that. No one actually says that. Not like that. Um, <laughs> But I I have a feeling they're gonna somehow work him into movies. I I don't know how I feel about that, but who knows? Just like a guy with like a Stanley mask on. I did really enjoy if you guys had not seen Captain Marvel, um, the two Stanley thing in there. Then that movie, awesome. Love both of them. So, do you want to give us a quick uh, Captain Marvel rating? Um, I'm gonna say. 87. Hmm. Oh, nice. But again, my ratings are very high to begin with, so... Well, I mean, you only gave Doctor Strange an 84, so... I like I like Captain Marvel a little more than Doctor Strange. Okay. Alright, anything else about Guardians to you? No. I enjoyed it. I will give it a... Yeah, it was fine. What did I give uh, Doctor Strange? 84? I'm gonna give this an... 85. 85. Uh, Do you want me to go? Yeah, you can go. I'm just going to give it an 80 flat. 80 flat. Um, I mean, the 80 flat Rotten Tomato movie for me is just an enjoyable flick with uh, nothing I'll really remember, but that I liked. Yeah, I think I'm just going to give this a 79, one point below my Doctor Strange, just because some enjoyable parts, but nothing, nothing you know, new or groundbreaking that is just kind of... A reboot of the first one, but not as good. I do like the soundtrack too. Again, well, yeah, soundtrack again plays very well. Yeah, so this. Just saying. All right, let's go into Spider-Man: Homecoming, our final movie of this episode. No uh, notes. 
No notes. notes. No notes for this one? Possible nuggets, maybe. Okay. Um, I like how they just, they skipped the whole Uncle Ben thing. Loved it. Um, one line. That's, that's, yeah, that's been done to de- death, no pun intended. Um, and I like how, like, you just kind of find out from his, uh, his friend, ask, Ned, asking him, like, oh shit, how this happened? And it's just like how, like, Peter's just kind of like going, like, oh, this happened. And, like, you know. Well, the, 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 the line was from Civil War. That's how they sort of got well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm, saying, was, I'm just saying from this movie. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, they basically covered it in Civil War. Like, basically saying, like, this is blah, blah, blah. Like, when, when you have the powers and you can't think, like, done. Move on. Homecoming, not a, not, it's not an orange movie. Yeah. Love it. Um, I just, I, I love Ned in this movie. He's hilarious. Pretty good. Guy in the chair. Yeah, I like him in this. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I like the way they tried to make, uh, Aunt May. Oof. Um, they tried to make her look old. I don't know if you, I, I know. I was just saying, like, they're trying, to, they're trying to old her up, like, with the glasses and, like, the way she dresses a little bit, like, when they're at the Chinese restaurant. The Chinese restaurant. Oh, I thought you were just gonna say, I like how they made Aunt May hot. No, no, no. They tried to, like, they tried to make her seem older. Like, I guess, like, I don't know, like, more of, like, they, they just tried. I mean, Aunt May's just gotten progressively hotter as the movie's Yeah, gone what do you on. mean? She just seems like she's hot. They tried to frumpy her up a bit. I mean, it's sure. impossible. They tried to. No, they, not try hard, they tried. You could tell. They tried. Yeah, it, it, she's still gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But they tried to frumpy her up. And yes, they have gotten high. I don't agree with that. I was I mean, I'm just saying, like, what kind of potty issues are you dealing with where you call Mr. <laughs> Torme frumpy? But, I mean, that's... I didn't call you, her frumpy. You do, I said yeah. they tried to frumpy her up. Yeah. That outfit, when they're sitting at that restaurant, they tried to make her look like it. Where she gets that free ice cream? Yeah, she tried. They made Some her try to look like conservative outfits. Uh, not more. It's more than conservative. Just saying. I think she's still pretty. I know you have a real weird thing for her, John. First off, who doesn't? Who doesn't have a weird thing for good-looking chicks? We'll go back to that podcast, but you were a little weirded out. I'm just saying, for like over 20 years, she's um, been up there. Anthony just prefers the looks of Aunt May in the Tobey Maguire universe. Wrong. (laughs) I like Sally Field, uh, Andrew Garfield, uh, uh, Spider-Man universe. I love Sally Field. Who doesn't love Highfield? Oh, I mean, those movies just not great. Didn't, not yeah, I, don't, I didn't even remember she was in it. Honestly, yeah, there's like a scene where like he dunks and everyone's like, oh shit, Andrew Garfield just jumped 20, 20 feet in the sky and like no one expects anything. What's wrong with you with hating white people dunking? What? First off. That's the second time in this podcast well, you've hated no, white people first dunking. First off, Brian was, I mean, Brian Europeans are good dunkers. Yeah. It's, it's these white Americans. You were hating on the three ninjas dunking. White Americans. Oh, that's because there was a nine-year-old. I'm just saying. Kid. You're saying white people can't dunk. Apparently, like you're you're hating on Andrew Garfield. You're just saying on the three made 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 You're hating on the three ninjas. Well, like, we all know that Woody Harrelson can dunk. Well, yeah, well, finally at the end, we've seen it. We have. Um, seen it. I don't think he can dunk anymore, though. Probably not. I mean, he probably could. Why don't you bet him? Give him three tries. I would love to bet a Woody Harrelson <laughs> dunk. I bet you he couldn't even dunk then. I guarantee you, it was on some sort of like little like. Trampoline. What's with you in not thinking white men can dunk? I just don't think Woody Harrelson can dunk. I'm all for the three ninjas <laughs> dunking. Um, all right, so back to this movie. Um, well, Sean Bradley can definitely dunk. Uh, he, he just he, stretches his arms. He, he doesn't have to dunk, dunk too. He's like seven feet tall. Um, in a previous episode, you, you were talking about damage control. Mm-hmm. So Go. I thought I thought Michael Keaton was damage control, but apparently no, he's not. He is not. Tony Stark. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, they ticker jams. They I mean, it's actually, I, I could see that's what the plot of this movie is. It pretty much is. I mean, I can see how. I mean, not to that extent of like trying to like kill everyone, but like trying to clean it up. Yeah, and then, like just trying to like, oh shit, these guys made a mess. These fucking rich dicks. Now they're gonna get to clean up, get all this technology and shit. When we were doing it first, like we had these government contracts, and they just ripped it up and yeah. I, 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 if I was Michael Keaton, I'd be pissed. Yeah, But yeah, I, I would absolutely be pissed, and uh, I do like the inclusion of damage control, the name in name only. Um, I would have liked to see more damage control, but um, yeah, I mean. From the start, I mean, I, I, first off, love Michael Keaton. Yeah, great. Awesome actor. Um, one of my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe villains. Um, and really? Yeah. I just think his his acting is awesome. I think the way he portrayed the character was great. And when they first talked about bringing in the Vulture, it was in the, the Tobey Maguire universe, I believe. And it was supposed to be in Spider-Man 4. I believe, and it was supposed to be John Malkovich, which is like an old, like, basically what the comic book vulture is, like this old piece of shit that fucking Peter Parker could just beat the fuck out of. Like, this was a lot better. Like, a guy with uh, alien technology. John Malkovich like, was pretty awesome. Who's, yeah, but I mean, like, he reminds me of, like, the old vulture from the comics, who's just this, wearing, like, a green spandexy suit with, like, wings and looks like a fucking, like, a old piece of shit that, that would turn to powder if Peter Parker punched him. Like, this was a lot better. Like, ass and shit? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So, I love Michael Keaton's performance, uh, especially uh, in the car ride scene to the dance. Yeah. Like, where he slowly figures out that it's Peter Parker Spider-Man, and you can see his face in the rear view mirror, like, figuring it out, and it's like, that was great. Like, I loved it. Like, it was perfect. Absolutely, I loved it. Yeah, he was good in this movie. Yeah, he was good. I wouldn't call him one of my. Well, maybe I would. I don't know. They were not. I guess that... the villains aren't that strong. Yeah. So exactly. it's like a great, great like low stakes villain. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't like taking over the world. Yeah, exactly. which, but I I enjoyed what was going on. Um. Also, isn't this like kind of like close to his Birdman of New York kind of costume? Like, like the <laughs> That's wings what and I the... thought when I first saw it. Like I, I, I didn't really enjoy the Birdman movie because I, I don't know. It just seems like whatever. But well, like, the, it's similar. I, I always pictured, I always pictured Birdman being like based off his Kim, like him, like being Batman. So, yeah. Well, that's what it. Yeah. Kind of pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is like his Birdman guy. No, no, no. It's, it's, like, it's like similar. It's like wings and a le- like a, a leather bomber's jacket. He's just a different. Birdman. Yeah. yeah, it's all metal and not all bir- not all birdmen are the same Anthony. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. I'm very birdmanist. Yeah. He's right. a different type of birdman. <laughs> um I like that they had uh a couple of the characters from Marvel the Tinkerer, mm-hmm. who is the guy who makes all the helps, you know, create all the tech for okay. the Vulture. And he was they, underwhelming uh, in this. To uh, me. Yes, he was. But I when they when uh, the the villains were first announced, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna have this, 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 and this," and I'm like, "Oh, this sounds like Spider-Man three all over again. Like too many, villains. Yeah, too many." But I like the fact that he was just like, "Oh, you're this guy. You're not really doing things 
to Peter Parker, but you're just creating tech. Like, you're just a character that's from the comics inserted into the movies that plays that part. Like, Was he, like, a big villain? No, but, like, you, he, he could have had his own, like, he's had his own stuff in the comics. Okay. Uh, same thing with the Shocker. <laughs> who is a very, I didn't like him in this one. Very low level villain, well, because he's a very B, uh, B list, C list villain. They should have. They got everything. Is that he? Name, wasn't he in one of the Garfield ones? The Shocker. No, yeah, I don't think so. Not that I remember from those two terrible movies. I don't think so. Who was the biggest thing to shock Garfield is no who was Jamie Fox? Electro. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So the shock very similar. He's like the. Evolved Shocker. Well, Electro uses actual electricity. Shocker is more like, um, not like, a, not, it's like vibration. Of course. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. Alright, <laughs> 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 uh, all right, well. <laughs> also, um, I feel, I don't know, this actor, I, I thought this was Dave Chappelle at first, that, the Shocker actor. So you're racist. <laughs> it's just, I'm just saying, it looks like Dave Chappelle at first, and I was like, it really oh, is. Like, really, like, 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 why? Because he's black and bald? No. That sort of yeah, seems I like it. it was Kobe Bryant at first. <laughs> well, first off, Kobe's got a mini fro. Wow. Wow. You guys are terrible. Actually, Kobe used to be bald, my friend. I knew uh, he used to be bald. I thought he was Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> like, that, that's how kind of racist it is. It's not racist. He's not even close to looking like Chappelle. I thought it was Chappelle. First. Not when even close. When I first saw it, I thought it was like, oh, I didn't realize anyway, he was in this. Mid-level villain. I don't mind it. That they used in the way they did. Fulcher was the main villain, which I liked. Um, I like the whole story where everyone thinks that this girl is going to be Peter Parker's love interest, and then it ends up not being her, and she gets shipped away, and then the other girl is his love interest, which. Zendaya? Yeah, it was forced, and she's like, oh, people call me MJ. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty lame, but I like the fact that he just pushed this other girl aside, who was like, not her. Get her out of here. It's, it's this girl. Did like that. Um, one of my favorite characters who had very little uh, screen time was Hannibal Morris as the oh, coach, yeah, yeah. and how he's telling uh, the Captain America videos. Yeah. And he's like, uh, even for some reason, this guy is a wanted fugitive. We still have to watch these videos, so <laughs> like that was a pretty funny scene. Uh, I love Hannibal Morris. I thought those were pretty funny. Yeah, he could, he could be in anything, and I'm cool with it. Yeah. Uh, it was, again, it was just like a, it was a smooth movie, like, from, it was brisk, like, it was, you know, this, 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 brisk. it was a brisk, yeah, well, yeah. Also, I just, whenever this movie's on TV, I always, always turn it on at the point where he's getting, he's stuck in that, in that, um, in that van or whatever and gets transported to that facility. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, really? Always. I've never seen the... F- the first 20, 30 minutes or whatever before that. So you've never watched the beginning of the movie? No, I have. Oh. But like, but like, when you turn it on. Yeah. Um, I always turn it on when he's going to the party. Hmm. Like, early on. Sort of also, early that guy, on. that guy is a dick. That's so, he's a funny dick though. Oh, Flash Thompson? Yeah. That's, uh, the Indian kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flash Thompson, by the way, in the comics is not the first, but one of the people who becomes Venom. First, Eddie Brock, then Flash Thompson. Of Have a feeling Flash Thompson in this universe not going to become Venom. Um, you know, he's pretty funny, and even funny in the newer commercial for the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, what about Tony Stark in this movie and Happy Hogan? Oh, great. Got some Happy Hogan screen time. Gotta love... Uh, 
Why can't you think of his name now? John Favreau. John Favreau. Um, getting fatter as it goes throughout uh, the entire Marvel. So, so you, you could like you could like go through movie by movie and just watch how fat John Favreau gets throughout the movies. He's just sitting back on that director's chair, <laughs> getting all that swingers money, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that direct all that Disney live action money. That's Zathura money. Right, gonna be some some Lion King money coming up. Wait, yeah, he's directing Lion King. Yeah, right. And he did uh, Jungle Jungle Book. Book. I don't know if he, Jungle he, Book. I enjoy Jungle. Book. I didn't watch Jungle Book yet. Oh, is he not doing Lion King? I don't know. He's doing I don't know if he's Aladdin doing then. I don't, I don't know. Let's see. I'll I thought he's doing one. one of those two. All right, uh, John Favreau. Well, you looked that up. Um, how is he not Favreau? And speaking of John Favreau. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. And he, he got so he got so fat. Um, <laughs> when they're packing up, right. packing up the plane <laughs> or whatever, whatever you call it, uh, John Favreau mentioned something about Thor's belt. With, with, I didn't realize Thor had a belt. I thought he was on. Yeah, I wasn't. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't know he was a belt guy. I don't even remember saying Thor's belt. Oh yeah, he no. Well, he's like he's like don't forget Majili or something. Like he tries to pronounce it like five times and he goes. Thor's belt. Mjolnir? The hammer? No. He says Thor's belt. Oh, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about then. Alright. Well, you're, you're oh, he said Mjolnir. Like, no, like, but it sounded similar to Mjolnir, but it's not Mjolnir. <laughs> what Mjolnir. is going on? He's, just, he's, he's, pronouncing, there, he's pronouncing J's when he shouldn't be pronouncing All right, J's. Well, Anthony, I thought you were a comic book nerd. Apparently not that good. Also, Cap's new shield was also mentioned in that very same ex- exchange. I didn't realize Cap was getting a new shield. Maybe he was. Maybe Tony Stark was working on one. Uh, and he and John Favreau is directing The Lion King. He also directed one episode of Young Sheldon and one episode of The Orville. Just in case you're right. worried. Nuggets that I didn't ever want to eat. And he fucking directed Cowboys and Aliens. Wow, that movie was terrible. Yeah, that's a favorite of my. That's a dad movie right there. Wow. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. Uh, Elf. He did Elf. That is a really bad movie, Cowboys and Aliens. He didn't direct. I think my most surprising um, directing uh, directing is for Stuart Little. Because that's an M. Night Shyamalan flick. Oh, did we talk about that? Yeah. um, The Sixth Sense and what was his other big movie? The Crap. Early on. The oh uh, uh, signs signs was it signs I feel like there was one before that but he had a year oh unbreak unbreakable was it unbreakable uh, mind no that's not what I'm thinking of what the hell are you thinking of it's unbreakable was the second one he made right with fucking Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson I don't know I just don't think that's what I'm thinking <laughs> I never know bro never know. Oh, he did, he did, okay. He co-produced Swingers. I was about to say, I was fucking about to lose my shit. Um, anyway. Did somebody just tell me that Stuart Little thing is a joke? Because I don't see that anywhere that he directed Stuart Little. Then you're probably wrong. I think somebody lied to me Dude, about you got that. that. I, think, I think it was said <laughs> in jest. I think someone fucked with you big time, man. Yeah, I think I just, I think I just heard a joke. Did we bring this up? I took it as serious because he did not. And you know how many people I've told that to, too? Oh, Oh, no. I hope nobody looked it up. Oh, no, you fucked up big time. Or unless they looked it up, they thought I was joking, too. (laughs) He directed uh, Praying with Anger, 
wide awake, the sixth sense, unbreakable signs of ill. Yeah, he never, he, he didn't touch that. Yeah, why would he? Stuart Little, that's so random and weird. I, why oh, did I man. believe You've that? You've been telling everyone. You know what? Brian, just keep telling people that. Yeah, I should. Just keep telling people that. <laughs> no one's questioned me so far. They're like, wow. That's They're like, really, Stuart? Okay. All right. I guess. <laughs> no one's, no one knows who directed Stuart Little. It was Rob Minkoff, by the way. Wasn't, uh. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan wrote it. Oh, he wrote it. Oh, that's right. Didn't we, did we oh, talk okay. about this? I feel like we've talked about this. Dude, my, I'm that's, having some microphone problems right I here. can see John's trying, John's <laughs> microphone stand is not, I don't know what you're doing. You know what? Can you move it too much? You fuck around with it too much. Yeah, well, I, well, I get fidgety. Like, I, 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 like I like to move it around. I know, but why? Now you fuck with it. Now you gotta hold it for the rest well, of the Also, it, you always have to. No, my, mine stays. That's because yours is in the corner and no one touches it. You're yep, just... six cents, Stuart Literal and Unbreakable wrote those. Anyway. All in a year span. That is a crazy <laughs> run of movies right there. <laughs> um what? <laughs> Alright, so anything about uh homecoming? Um I know the end credit scene when um he uh when the vulture is in prison and he's walking and the guy who's talking who he talks to mm-hmm. and asking him about uh Spider Man or whatever. That guy is Scorpion, which is another. Um, I like Scorpion. He's another um, uh, Spider-Man villain. Which, by the way, Spider-Man has like probably the best list of villains besides him and Batman of any comic yeah, book character. Yeah, Spider-Man's villains are awesome. Have the biggest and best amount of villains, like by far, not even close compared to any one of those two. Mm-hmm. So Scorpion will be another one you might see. I mean, I'm excited. Probably not. Maybe you'll see him in Far From Home. I doubt it. Was um, Jake Gyllenhaal Far From Home? Well, he's, he's Mysterio, which, by the way, very hard to make Mysterio look cool on camera based on what he looks like in the comics, but he looks fucking awesome. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, as long as he does some crazy rope tricks. Yes, he's going to do some crazy rope tricks. He also going to do the... What's <laughs> it? The, 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 oh, God. I almost fucking destroyed our microphones. Um, you're destroying them. <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying I to thought that always made Spider-Man the best video games because yeah. there were so many. Yeah. I thought the top villains in Batman mm. were better, but there's just so many of them in Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you go on and on with like Mysterio. What, what were you trying to say? I don't don't even worry about it. I was thinking of something from Family Guy that I saw and I couldn't even. <laughs> oh, with the. The Mysterio, <laughs> the two fingers. No, no. Well, I was talking Ray Mysterio. No, 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 no. It's like this, and then. And then yeah, I get it. Well, I, I, I was doing Ray Mysterio. Uh, no. What are you saying right now, Anthony? Anthony's Anthony's. You're gone. just giggling. Delirious. Yeah, Anthony's gone. delirious. <laughs> I have it in my head, and nothing's coming out the way. I yeah, want yeah it. he's gone. Um, but All right. I like Homecoming. I like that so. I like the movie. I like the inclusion of Iron Man. Um I like um uh, even though Iron Man's a complete like basically piece of shit and has destroyed the world multiple times, he still gives uh, uh Spider Man shit a ton of like for what he's doing, even though like First off, you know, only one time. I mean he's literally trying to tell you he's literally trying to tell Tony Stark that there's a guy with Tari Tech, like yeah. he called the, the FBI, the FBI was gonna and, handle it. Come on, they weren't handling it properly enough. Like, you're gonna tell the FBI and they're gonna handle Chitari Tech? Come on. Spider Man wasn't handling it. Come on, come on. I mean, the whole scene where he was trying to hold the ship, the, the ferry together was pretty sweet. Like, very, that's a very, um, Spider Man 1. 2. Kind of. Yeah. 
One? The train. Two. Oh, that is two, yeah. That is two. Is that two? That's two. Yeah, and then... That's when the, the little kid with the lisp goes, don't worry, we won't tell anyone. Yeah, they all carry like, him through the subway. It's just oh, some, yeah, it's just some random... Has, like in the um, dashboard confessional video. Yeah, it was like, it's just some random guy in New York. Like, out of a city of 10 million, you're not going to know who that is. It's That's like, true, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, it's some white guy with uh, brown hair. Oh, that Peter Parker! Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. They don't... She doesn't... Peter Parker doesn't want her to give a um, composite sketch to the police. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that... Oh, man. As, as good as, as... As much as I enjoyed Spider-Man 2 when I watched it uh, younger, it's pretty terrible. Spider-Man 2 um, is not it terrible. Do, it doesn't hold up. It's not it, terrible. It doesn't hold up. We, watch we've it, had this... Oh watch it again. Yeah, I know Alfred Molina is one of the best comic book villains. I like Alfred Molina. I do like him as an actor. But it's very, it's very, um, it doesn't hold up. Um, yeah, I mean. You know what what else doesn't hold up? My argument? This microphone. No, this microphone. Do you think this Spider-Man is better than the original one? (sighs) Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes, actual Spider-Man is better, but I don't think the movie is better. The movie is better. The movie is better. I'm sorry. I've watched it recent. I've watched it recently, and it's just really bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Willem Dafoe. Uh, I like some of the elements of that movie. I like what they were doing. The suit. It's like, it's oh, very it's, close it's because really just not good. The, the, oh, yeah, well, did this movie create its own kiss? Uh, I'm sorry. Didn't win. Does Spider- Spider Man even get his rocks off in this movie? It I don't does, think so. It doesn't get best kiss in the MTV Movie Awards. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow, John, you are really having a hard time with this. Well, yeah, it's it's just an it's an awkward like L giant L shaped thing. If it was just like a regular thing, I could oh my no God. problem. That's ridiculous. Um, you know, the one thing we didn't talk about in this movie is the beginning, where like it like recaps Civil War, which I thought was a cool way to like start this movie off, like him like showing like his perspective of what was going oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. in Civil War, like how he was uh, going to Germany and blah, blah, blah. I thought that was actually a pretty uh, pretty cool like way to like intro, was just like, intro this movie. How it's just like, still is just like a kid, like not taking it seriously at all. Yeah, like he was like having fun with it, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoyed that intro, and um, I like the fact that even though it wasn't technically an origin movie, he sort of was like still like, you know, inexperienced Spider-Man doing stupid things like trying to find someone's bike or stopping well, stopping someone from getting to a car when it was their car. Blowing up a bodega. Like, well, he didn't blow up the bodega, but I, mean, I, I really liked that. I don't know, I, enjoy, I really did enjoy this movie a lot. Um, I'm really hoping Far From Home is better, though, and I'm really interested in seeing Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Who, by the way, even though it doesn't look like it, he is the bad guy. So okay, gotcha. Just Makes sense to us. Are you ready to wrap this up? I'm ready to wrap it up. I mean, I'm just delirious. I can barely. All speak. right, all right. I'll just do it then. Uh, follow us on Fantasy Underscore Lens on Twitter. Ugh. Uh, give us questions, comments, theories, anything we missed. Um, we'll be back with football probably for the draft. We got two more episodes of this. We got like Black Panther. What do we got next? Black Panther and Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Oof, that yeah, is a solid, solid. That's a great combo. Nice lineup. Yeah, next two episodes are only two uh, movies each. So, but this, I think, the episode six is gonna be actually well, Infinity War. But yeah, Ragnarok and Black Panther, solid, solid duo right there. What's after that? Infinity War and what? Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, yeah, I know. It sort of ends on like, ugh. yeah. But I think we we'll could spend... do Captain Marvel. 
We can if you guys see it. I've already seen it. Oh, oh I mean, I've been illegally <laughs> streaming all these movies, so I'm sure they have it. Yeah, if you give me a couple weeks, I'm, I, I'll be able to do it. All right. I, I've, uh, I've enjoyed Captain Marvel, so if you guys get a chance to see it in the next couple weeks, let me know. Um, I'm down. But I'll just go cat.tv. That's... Seems to be pretty good. I derailed you. I'm sorry, John. What? Uh, no, that's fine. Um, uh, I mean, that's basically it. Just you know, leave us ratings of, and uh, what was our rating for Homecoming? Oh shit! Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, good thing. Which got a very high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, all of these get all of these get Anthony ratings yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. but this yeah. one was high. Anthony, you gave this a hundred. What? Oh no! What did I give? Uh, I gave. I'm gonna give this an eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Okay. Uh, by the way, we got a lot of questions from Dave. We didn't answer any of them. Oh, shit. <laughs> really? Yeah, Whoa. Dave answered a bunch of questions. So, it's too late now. We're way, uh... Dude, I don't know why. Facebook's, like, don't like it. It doesn't pop up. Yeah. Why don't you just do a, um... Just give me round. Yeah, what After we do our rankings. Okay. All right, you go do your rankings. I'm going to okay. read these. Uh, I'll give this a 83. I'll give it an... 80... Three as well. I had Ooh. eight three in my head, and I wanted to change it because you said it, but I'm not going to change. Okay. All right. Lightning round, Dave. Questions. All right. Four questions. Okay. Really fast. Who's a better, rich, arrogant, and intelligent goatee wearer? Tony Stark or Dave, uh, Doctor Strange? I like. I mean, I like Tony Stark. Tony Stark. I'm going to say Tony Stark as well, just because I love Diane Junior. Actually. All right. Now that the Fox and Disney merger has gone through, what do you want to? What do you want them to make first? Now they have Fox's uh, lineup. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out in the courts, but uh, I, I want to see a Star Wars uh, Iron Man movie. I, I don't know. Who, who gives a... I don't know. So we Wolverine, some stupid, like, Wolverine, yeah. Wolverine. I want to see, see some Wolverine. I actually have a, a thing that's going to... It's going to be like Deadpool like making dick jokes in the, at the end of Endgame or something. At the end of Endgame, I actually have, a, I have a, a theory when it comes to it, and I'll get to it, but... Uh, I would love to see Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom and Silver Server and Galactus. Yeah, you, know, um, you said that literally every episode. What was a better? Case? Yeah, I mean, I would really like um, if the Suicide Squad was a, the Avatar sequel. All right, so anyway, it was just the same movie. What was a better case of a goofy villain turned badass? Bash Rock the Leaper and Winter Soldier, whatever I told you guys, or Vulture turned home and Vulture in Homecoming. It's obviously Vulture in Homecoming. Bash Rock got his ass beat like in two seconds. Vulture, Bash Rock the Leaper, and he fought. Uh, Captain America on the ship that I was telling you about. Remember, he was like the guy kicking and punching. Oh, I mean, yeah, he was cool for like two just seconds. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, go, Mike. yeah. It's obviously fucking dumb question. And I'm not even. I'm not even Brian answer because we know the answer. Uh, with the merger, do you think? Who do you? Th- what do you think will work better for the characters? Remove origin story, homecoming style, or reboot the series with an, what the fuck? What? I don't know, but if it's it's, it's pretty simple, right? If it's not a very known character, you do an origin. If it's very known, you don't. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, no, no. Reboot, reboot their origins. You have nah, you don't necessarily have to do origin stories, but because people know who they are. But like, you could basically say like they were in other dimensions. They were because now you have multiple dimensions. You have mm-hmm. you have multiple words. You, worlds. You well, are they planning on bringing big characters back as different people in the future? Or are they just going off in di- new characters? What do you mean? 
like bringing big characters back. Like, are they gonna do a different Iron Man? Like, uh, is he gonna pass the torch to another Iron Man, or are they just not gonna have Iron Man? I just in the think that one? I think they may have Iron Man if they continue doing these movies for ten, fifteen years, like still, like down the road from now, then probably. But I don't think they're gonna have it. I think once Tony Stark is done, he's done. I don't think they'll have an. I don't think he'll pass the torch for a while. Captain America, that may be different. I think Bucky Barnes may become Captain America. So it it depends. I think it's character to character basis. So how do you pop? pass the torch that's like um if you fall off someone's roof and die then they have to become you right yeah, oh like santa claus yeah, it's the captain america claus like i've been uh, away uh, from uh, the uh, <laughs> nice, forever, nice, yeah. nice um i mean i think captain america's torch will be passed to bucky barnes i don't think tony stark will pass his torch to anyone because he's too arrogant and doesn't want anyone else to be tony uh iron man um, so I'm I, opposite. I think Tony Stark is the bigger candidate of Torch passing. I don't think so. I, I, I well, we'll see. What I it, could see Suri become like a. Uh, a lot of people were talking about Suri possibly taking on that that role. Um, I don't. I just don't see it happening. Finally, John, we're at the I, end of the podcast. Maybe Rocky Raccoon puts on a little teeny baby Iron Man suit. Oh, I would love that. That would be adorable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but when it comes to the characters coming over, I don't. I think. We don't need to technically need an origin story. We could see them already doing their things wherever they were doing them, and then bring them into the universe somehow with like one line saying, "Oh, where were you? Another dimension? Great! Now you're here. Let's let's move on." And that's all you need. Done. <laughs> sure. I was just saying, like, right. all right, wrap it up. I would rather. Really, oh, oh, oh. All right. Well, I want to do like the Dave Chappelle wrap it up thing, but I don't have that on. No. Me. All right. I'm, well, we don't have that on the soundboard. So, well, for that, let's wrap it up. And we'll see you guys next week for part six.